0: I can still remember the podcast that made me cry. I was a young pastor at my first church. I was learning the ropes, (laughs) trying not to mess things up and (laughs) hurt people too badly. And I got connected through a podcast feed to a preacher who was doing incredible things. He, He had amazing gifts. He was bold and confident. He focused on Jesus Christ. He spoke with passion and his church was just exploding with numbers and influence and I I listened and I tried to learn and I was never like that. I remember uh, one sermon, I was listening late at night, my family was already asleep and just just the confidence this man had with the gospel was so far from where I was that I walked out of my house, uh, I went to a local park and I sat on a bench in front of this little lake and I wept at what a weak Christian I was. Yeah, being a competitive Christian is, is pretty difficult. At the same time as we are drawn to people who are very gifted, that, that same connection and relationship can crush us. And maybe you felt that too. As a competitive person, it's not just the things we've already talked about in other videos, comparing our bodies or our brains, comparing our, our influence or our reach. Sometimes what we are comparing is our faith. Our gifts. Now yeah, we notice people who seem to know tons about the Bible are those who are just c- confident as they share their faith, even though we're scared and fumbling and looking for the words. Some people seem to have the gift of hospitality and they host amazing parties and you, you just, you're not that. And some people give generously without fear and you're terrified to do so. We, we compare ourselves to other Christians, which isn't entirely bad. In the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that we should imitate the faith of those who have gone before us. That sometimes God puts in our path people who are a step or two or ten ahead of us and he actually has a good purpose for that, that we would be driven internally to be more like them so we could be more like Jesus. It, it, it's not bad to notice the differences, to ask with humility, how did you get like that? Now Teach me how to be that confident, how to be that, that generous. That, that's not a bad thing. What is a bad thing, though, is what happened to me on that day. As I sat on that bench, feeling uh, worthless and useless in the kingdom of God. Despite the gifts that God had given me, despite the the church that he had blessed me to serve at and and to pastor, I I felt like I was doing nothing. That's not where God wants competition to go. So, when you find yourself comparing your faith to other people, what should you do? Let me give you two quick passages to answer that question, both from the book of 1 Corinthians. The Corinthians had a whole bunch of problems when it came to comparisons. And and so Paul, speaking to very talented people, very spiritually gifted people, he said this in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 7, who makes you different from anyone else? Like, okay, you're, you're different. You're better at this or that. Who made you that way? And the answer, of course, is God. (laughs) He continues with another question. What do you have that you did not receive? Okay, so you're a great public speaker. You're a courageous evangelist. You have a a sharp mind. You're quick with your words. Where where did you get that from? Oh yeah, you received it. From whom? And the answer again is from God. (laughs) And then one more question. He says, and if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? To competitive Christians, Paul is correcting our pride, right? He's not denying that we have gifts. He's not denying that we might be different, maybe even better in certain things than other people. But if that's a gift from God, how can we boast? Instead, we should say, thank you, God, for this, this gift. It's from your spirit. It's from you. Help me to use it faithfully. Help me to serve others humbly. But what if you're different in what seems like an inferior way? What if your problem is not pride as you look at other people, but despair? Well, Paul's answer is in the same book of the Bible. Jump to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, a great chapter on spiritual gifts. And Paul has this incredible section where we can't despair because God has a great plan for us in his kingdom. He talks about that God has given greater honor to the parts of the Christian body that lack it. He says that there are some people who seem like we don't need them but he says here in verse 22, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Like you, (laughs) if you feel weaker than the average person at your church, according to that passage, you are indispensable to the work of God. You might not realize it yet but just like that that part of your body, the muscle that you don't notice because it's not one of the big ones, it's indispensable when you try to run or walk or lift up and and take care of a child. Believe that. If you have obvious gifts, believe that they come from God. If you feel like you don't have any gifts, believe that you're wrong. They might seem weaker, but you are indispensable in the body of Christ. Uh, Listen, comparisons are no joke. Some of us compare ourselves to everyone all the time, but God's word can help so that we stop living to be better than them and get their approval, but instead we just fix our eyes on the God who loved us first. Let me leave you with a story with um, the only bodybuilder I've ever met. (laughs) I once met this uh, guy named Rick Um, and he had a friend named Keith who they called Big Keith. Uh, Rick was a, a passionate Christian and so when he met Big Keith, this bodybuilder, he learned the story that Keith was amazing but he wasn't the most amazing. There were many competitions where he did his best and he pushed hard in the gym but he would end up second instead of first and that would, that would crush Keith's spirits. And so Rick, this wise Christian, he, he said, Brother, do you know what you need to do? You need to do your work for an audience of one. God. Serve God the best you can. And whatever happens, however the world judges you, that's none of your business. It's all about you and God. When Keith first heard that message from Rick, he said, Huh? (laughs) But eventually, God changed his heart to believe it and to practice it. In his future career, uh, Keith um, competed in these really major events. And time after time after time, he came in second instead of first. When a major um, Muscle magazine interviewed Keith, they asked him, how did it feel to be so close but to fall just short? Do you know what Keith said? I'm performing for an audience of one. And the interviewer said, huh? But Keith could just smile. Because his hope, his joy and his contentment wasn't in comparison It was in his Savior, Jesus Christ, his audience of one. I pray that you and I, and every competitive Christian, can do the same. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for making us competitive. There's a drive that you have put in our hearts that not everyone has. Thank you for that gift because that is what it is, a gift. Jesus, as you taught us to pray, lead us not into temptation. All the temptations of comparison and ugly competition, rid us of that and protect us from that by your Holy Spirit. And instead, help us to humbly serve you. To seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. To believe that we are gifted servants who are all gathered together as one body to lift up and glorify the name of Jesus. We pray this all in that beautiful name. Amen. Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, but want to go even deeper in your faith, I want to invite you to check out all the great content that we put out here at Time of Grace. Um, The easiest way for you to do that, and the way that I personally do that, is by signing up for the Time of Grace email. I might be biased, (laughs) but I think the Time of Grace team does a great job putting all into one email, a written devotion, a video devotion, a blog post, podcasting options, It's the way that I love to start my day. And if you want to go deeper with Jesus, it's a great way to start yours too. Just look for the link in the episode notes to sign up. And thanks for your support.